You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to Tech Fan number 93. I'm Tim Robertson in Michigan. He is David Cohen. Where are you at, David? I'm in Manchester in the United Kingdom. I ask because you're not always there. No, I'm not. In fact, uh, a few weeks I'm going to be in Hong Kong, I found out this week. Wow, Hong Kong, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It should be interesting. You used to be part of the British Empire. It did, and now it's part of the Chinese Empire. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's gone down. You know, it, it, was a, it was a really awesome place for a long time, and I heard it's not that awesome anymore. Well, I'll tell you in a couple of weeks. But it's a bit longer than a couple of weeks, but mid-October I'm going for a couple of weeks. <clears throat> so, obviously we're going to talk about uh, Apple's big announcement. Uh, mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I've, I've got some sad news, David. Very, very, very sad news, yeah. Okay. You remember uh, my laptop, the Batmac? Yeah, that was the, uh, was it 15-inch MacBook Pro with the uh, Batman sticker on the back? Yep. Yep. It made a couple, uh, well, I know for a fact it made one uh, front page to a Japanese newspaper during Macworld Expo a number of years ago as uh, some some Japanese, um, I don't know how to use it, journalists, maybe? Yeah. Uh, we're taking pictures of it with me in, behind it because uh, they really like the sticker. And then I got a link showing it was on the front of this newspaper. I couldn't read it. Yeah. It probably said biggest was, nerd at Macworld. Now, but was that the? I think that might have been the year, the last year I was at Macworld. I believe it was. It was. Yeah. 2010. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the picture. They actually sent me. Well, I, they didn't send it to me. I, I pulled it off the website, but it's kind of neat. Um, I never had a problem with that machine. I I probably can honestly say it was the best machine, the best Mac I've ever owned as far as uh, stability with no problems. I had no desire to replace it. It just, it just worked. It was fast enough for everything I was doing. Is this a good computer? You know what I mean? You get one of those computers yeah. and you're just like, why? I, You know, this is a great computer. Why do I want to replace it? Uh, but it was four and a half years old. And I, yeah, look, the retina display looks awesome and all that. But I don't, honestly, I don't really want a retina display yet because too many applications look like ass on it. You know, they're not, they're not optimized for a retina display, so they yeah, don't look good. I, I, I know Apple likes to be in the leading edge, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later on this show, but I'm kind of getting a feeling that maybe the uh, Retina Display Mac was a bit premature. Well, they're selling well. They're selling yeah. very, very well. I know that for but a fact. They might be selling well, but I wonder how happy people who buy them are. Oh, them. It, the people that I have talked to love them. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. But I don't want one. Not yet. Maybe in a year or two. So here's the sad news part. <clears throat> I get to work Monday, and uh, as we've as I've discussed, we're opening a store in Oak Park. But I started my day in uh, our other store in Villa Park, Illinois, and I had set my computer down, plugged in the external monitor and keyboard and mouse, uh, checked my email, and then went to the back room for something. I don't even remember what. And as I was coming out. And heading back to my office, the retail store manager is walking out with a laptop into service. And it's dripping this brown liquid. And I thought, 
<clears throat> wow, someone just brought their liquid spill Mac in. That's that sucks. Yeah. And as I go into my office, I notice my laptop is missing. Ugh. And I said, "You're kidding me." Because I quickly put two and two together, walked into the service, and they're frantically taking the bottom plate off, and coffee is spilling out of it. Oh. He had accidentally... It was on at the time, was it? What's that? When they spilled coffee on it, it was on. Yes. Sugar. So, there's really not much you can do. Uh, don't believe the internet rumors that you can put it in a thing of rice or you can do the, no, it's, it's gone. If the logic board gets liquid on it, when it, when it's powered, then it's going to fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if the keyboard soaks most of it up and you can power it down before it. Then you just got to replace the top case. Yeah. But if, if the logic board gets it, then yeah. game over. And it went, it didn't spill Onto the laptop, it spilled and went underneath the laptop. Uh, but it was a lot of coffee. And, of course, you know, the, the, our retail store manager feels terrible because, A, he just ruined my computer. It wasn't a Mac specialist. It, that was my computer. Yeah. And, B, I'm his boss. <laughs> yes. That's what's known in the trade as a career-limiting move. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be honest. I was upset and I was pissed. But did you, did you shout? No, I didn't. Um, that's, that's always worse. Nothing, the one thing worse than somebody who's angry and shouting is someone who's angry and not shouting. Because <laughs> that normally means they're plotting murder. Well, I walked away for a few minutes. Yeah. And when I came back, I said, uh, you know, there's nothing we could do about it at this point. And there was really no need to, you know, browbeat the guy. Although I have made some jokes about having liquid around him throughout the week. Yeah. Um, I'll see someone that has a coffee and I'll say, do me a favor, don't don't go anywhere near Justin with that, please. Um, so I was I was bummed out. Now, the, the nice thing is the hard drive was fine, so all my data was fine. Yeah. And I use a lot of online service or uh, our server at work to keep important files. So if I lost everything on that computer, it's not that big a deal. In fact, it's not a big deal at all because I've got copies of everything that's on there. Um, but I kind of need to work, you know? And my job kind of dictates that I have a computer to do so. If only you worked in a place where you could get hold of other computers fairly quickly. I know that would be nice. In fact, I'm thinking that this accident is kind of like being shot in the emergency room. You would think there is nowhere better to be shot if you're going to be shot than there. You would think there's nowhere better to pour coffee on a computer than in the middle of a computer repair workshop, and yet they still couldn't save it. No, they couldn't. But, you know, the funny thing is, uh, the the tech who was working on it, one of our service managers, he said, you know, all the liquid spills we get in here, by the time it gets to us, it's dried and it's all sticky. I think this is the first one we've actually seen it dripping out. Yeah. And uh, I could clearly see that the uh, connector between where the battery plugs into the motherboard was just saturated. And right. So I said, I, I looked over, I pulled off the shelf a brand new 15-inch, and I said, just swap my hard drive with the one in here, please. Yeah. So I've got a 17-inch or a 15-inch i7, uh, eight gigs of RAM, 
So it's a good machine. Don't get me wrong. But it's not a Bat Mac. Uh, it still thinks it's Bat Mac because it has its hard drive in. Yeah. But uh, I got plans on what I'm going to do with it. But, you know, it's... Look, it's a lot. It's a better computer than the other one, no question. Yeah. It's faster. It's you know, but I really the other one was my computer. I really liked that computer, so I, I was still bummed out to see it go. I really was. Yeah, it is interesting how you get attached to these things. Well, I didn't know I was attached to it until it was ruined. Yeah, it was like the one computer that I just knew if I pulled it out and started using it, it's just going to work. Mm-hmm. Whereas my twenty-seven inch iMac here. I don't really trust it. That's why I back up everything so often on it. That's why Carbon Copy Cloner runs every single night. Yeah. It's funny, actually. I've got um, a 21 and a half inch iMac at home, and that needs upgrade the mountain line. And I'm thinking I'm going to do a clean install on that, not do an upgrade. Yeah. Probably a Same good idea. Same sort of reason. You know, kind of, I'm thinking there's so much rubbish on there now, it just needs cleaning out. Uh, you'll see a, a performance boost, no question. But you yeah. know, so I was I was bummed to see the, the Bat Mac go, and some people said, "Well, you can get that same sticker still, and you can make it the brand. It'll look just the same." Yeah, but it, it's you, that's that's like naming your new dog the dog the name of the old dog. It looks the same. It's got the same name. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. You, you know how those people do that. It's kind of, it's like in Deep Space Nine when the Defiant was destroyed, and then a few episodes later they gave them a new ship and renamed it the Defiant. And it was like, no, it's not the Defiant. <laughs> it's an, it's another ship with the same name, but it's not the Defiant. I forgot that the Defiant was destroyed. Now, was it was was it the the first Defiant or its replacement? Yeah. And then the, in, in the, the original, movie, the, the original one which they'd had all through the series was destroyed. And then just before the end of the entire show, they were given a new ship that was the Sao Paulo, I think, and they renamed it the Defiant. The same same model. But what was the one in? Oh, Nemesis. Wow. In First Contact, that yes. was the original. That was the original. Kind of, which got beat up really badly by the Borg, but was rebuilt. Yeah, was, I remember I, I, I remember Riker going, that's a tough little ship, and Worf, yeah. Worf, 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 Worf going, little. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyways, t- talking about falling off topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the fate of the, uh, the Bat-Mac. Um, I've already got some vinyl stickers coming, two actually, two sets, and I'm going to combine them to make the new machine, and I should, I probably will have that done next week, so I will reveal what it's going to be on the next episode, and the next episode we'll have a picture of the new computer, but for this one, for those, if you look at your album cover, whatever you want to call it, you will see me and... The Batmac, and that was taken. Uh, ooh, I'm si- I'm getting GSM buzz. Oh, GSM buzz, right? Yeah, it's re- that's, that was. That's, re- that's me. Let me throw my phone across the room. Yes, please, because that was really loud. The all the listeners just so funny. I couldn't hear it here. Yeah, all the listeners grabbed their ears and went ah. Um, so so the the picture art for this week is the Batmac, and uh, that's the name of this episode. And the art, the cover art is the one that I believe this is the one that was taken by the Japanese journalist, but I might be mistaken because I had a couple. And uh, next week you'll see what the new machine is going to be. I'm going, I'm going big time retro. That's all I'm saying. 
Okay. So let's, let's go retro really quick and hear a commercial for another podcast here in the Stoplight Network. And uh, we'll come back and talk about the iPhone 4. So, guess. Sorry, I'm just boogieing out to that. You know, well, that's playing. Is, you know, I'm shaking it is my so head. Catchy. I'm shaking my ass. Ass? <laughs> I'm shaking my ass. Ass. I'm shaking my ass. <laughs> ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys joke. Guys joke. Guys joke. Mostly clean. I do have a tip for you. It's a very, very quick one. That's why we've been going on about nothing. Uh, no change there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm interrupting Can I do you this again. tip? I'll be, yes, I'll be quiet now. Daz's tips. Guys jokes. Only. Thank goodness. On the My Mac podcast. Back with tech fan Tim Robertson, David Cohen. Of course, we'd love to get feedback from you guys. It's techfanpodcast.com. When you go there, you can either leave a comment under the show notes or click the button that says contact us and leave a message, and we will read it right here on the show as we are want to do with our weekly feedback from Peter Bird, who wrote, Hello, Tim and David. Uh, been busy time for tech. Uh, I will be having a look at the Amazon tablets as they are now available here in the UK, so I have to have a good play around with them. Shame on Nokia, though. That's just not. That's not uh, what. That's just not on trying to make out those. Okay, so he's talking about. Remember what we were talking last week? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fake tads. Yeah. Um, he's going to be getting an iPhone five, and uh, I, I don't know, iPhone five, David. Now Peter wants one. Of course, I want one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. Um. But I'm looking at the specs. Now, we have to start with the screen. Uh, A four-inch screen. It's slightly taller than the current iPhone 4S and 4 and all the ones that came before. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You know what? This is a, a common thing, but... I'm frustrated by how this is kind of getting coverage because I remember last year when the 4S came out and went, oh, well, it looks exactly the same. Oh, what a boring update. Oh, what an incremental update. Oh, what a, you know, what a waste of time. Apple's got no innovation anymore. And then that thing turned out to be their biggest ever seller, right? Now they've actually made changes. They're only small changes, but they've made changes. I think putting a bigger screen in there makes sense. If anybody who plays a lot of games on the iPhone will get frustrated by the fact that half the time the control services cover up the gameplay area. So having an extra half an inch in the screen is going to help with that if it's on this side. Um, it, just generally, I think that uh, anyone who's ever used an iPad for browsing the web and then goes back to the iPhone finds it incredibly cramped and small. So anything they can do to get a little bit of space, extra space in there without making the thing huge... Like um, you know, one of those silly Samsung mid mid-sized phone tablet things is probably a good idea. So um, you know, and it's the, got the usual things in it that it's thinner, it's lighter, it's either got as good as or better battery life than the previous one. It's got some internal spec changes. Uh, kind of really what I was expecting, and um, I, you know, I I've got a four. I held off on the 4s, and I've deliberately held out renewing my phone. Now it's out of contract, so that five's coming along. So, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll be getting one. 
but uh, it doesn't look like that they've been caught flat-footed in demand again. It's, uh, I'm seeing news reports in the last couple of hours here in the UK saying that ordering times off the uh, UK Apple website are up to uh, three weeks, and uh, you know pre-ordering only open this morning. So it looks like there's a lot of people who want this. I think there's an awful lot of people who didn't get the 4S who've been waiting for this. I almost didn't get a 4S, but I really wanted the FaceTime calling, and I really yeah. wanted Siri. And, you know, I'm I'm a sucker when it comes to the latest. Oh, here here's another story for you, David. Right. Um, I won't get into the whole rigmarole of what was going on at the time, but I was at uh, Ikea in Chicago, and I had a bunch of papers in one hand and my keys in the other, and I'm trying to uh, talk on the phone at the same time. And I needed to swap hands or so. I, I I had to unlock the car, right? Yeah. I'm literally holding papers in one in my left hand and my phone, and I'm trying to talk. So the guy I talked to, I was talking to, I said, hey, hold on one second. And what I meant to do was to put my papers on top of the car, on top of the hood. Yeah. What I ended up doing was throwing my iPhone 20 feet. It turned upside down, landed on its face, and slid underneath a truck that was parked next to my car. And I went, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not actually what I said. But yeah, I, I don't want to give more fodder for John Nemo and making uh, ads. And uh, so I, I went around the car, and I'm thinking two things. I hope it's okay. And I'm thinking, I've got Apple Care Plus. So even if it's completely shattered and destroyed, eh, I'll get a new phone. So I reached underneath this truck, and I had to get down on my hands and knees to do so. I pull it up, and, and it's, the screen's still fine. There's no cracks, and it didn't even drop the call. I said, are you still there? And he said, yeah, which kind of cracked me up. So then uh, I tell him what I just did, and I'm kind of laughing about it because it's still working. We wrap up our phone call as I'm getting into the car, and I uh, it won't let me hang up. Right. But as soon as he hangs up, it's fine. Well, then it loses all connectivity to the network. No, nothing. There, there's no, the satellite stuff isn't working, the radio stuff, it, it's gone. And I can't change the volume. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't do anything with the phone. Oh, and when I plugged it in, it's not taking a charge at all. And I'm like, wow, I guess maybe I really did screw it up. Yep. But like any good tech person knows, what's the first thing you do when things like that start happening? Turn it off and on again. That's right. I <laughs> Power cycle. So I shut it all the way down, brought it all the way back up, and it works fine. Is it scratched up at all? No, not at all. I've got this case on it, which really isn't a case. It's from, let me see. Um... Oh, I don't. I can't even read what the hell that says. Zero Chroma. That's that's. I think that's the name of the case, but that's not the company who makes it. Maybe it's on the inside. I don't know who makes this case. It was a uh, a sample sent to the store, and I know we're going to carry it because I like it. Because what this does, this case. I wish I knew who made it. I think that's what it says. 
Zero chroma, yeah. Chroma? They kind of zero ruined chroma it. Zero chroma Tetro SI phone case. I'm seeing on Google. Is it? Uh, does it show a stand on the back? Uh, let's have a look. This one has a stand. Yeah, theater stand. Yeah. And it can rotate for portrait or the other. Yeah. Zero chroma dot com is. Uh, is where these puppies are. So this is just it's on the back, but remember, I dropped my phone went twenty feet in the air before it slammed into the ground yeah. on its face. Yeah. But it's got just enough lip on this case where the the actual glass I don't think hit the cement very hard, or at least yeah. it didn't you know scratch it up. It looks fine. You'd never know that I did it. It was a little. It, I thought I messed it up because it had these black things on it from the cement, mm-hmm. but it just wiped right off. So pretty good. It, I, I, look, I, I know some people are ambivalent about putting the iPhones in a case, but I'm kind of down with the cases. I've got an Octobox Defender on mine, which um, you know is kind of really quite. Doesn't add a lot of bulk, but it adds a lot of protection. There's like a plastic inner shield on there, and then a rubber outer, and it you know slips into a belt protector and all this sort of thing. But I kind of like it. Um, but obviously, you know, going to have to buy that. Buy a new one now for the iPhone 5 when it comes. Um, there's two, it looks like there's two of them. I'm not sure. I'm looking at which one I've got here. I've got the uh, Tiertro S. For, yeah. And it's $39.99 in the U.S. And uh, let me click this button here. Ugh, I hate when they... Yeah, that's it. Um, I'll put a link on the show notes, so... Yeah, I I don't know what better of a recommendation you can get than the fact that yeah. my phone literally, it was like I threw it, David, because I was you know yeah. moving my hand. It's like I I softly threw my phone twenty feet onto black concrete, and it slid after it landed on its face underneath the truck. So field tested is is what it is. <laughs> it worked for me. I can tell you that. Yeah. So and and but the reason I use this case, I don't particularly care for the case much, although I like it a lot better now. Um, I wanted that stand, and the stand works yeah. really, really well. It's adjustable, so you can have it at, at different angles. You it's can have it. Cool, yeah, I I like this. I like the case a lot. Yeah, uh, and we're definitely. I'm I'm going to be selling these at Max Specialist, and I'm going to give it the highest recommendation at this point. If I was reviewing it, probably before I would have gave it a good, you know. I don't know, nine out of uh, eight out of ten. But now <laughs> I gotta give yeah. it a solid ten yeah, out of ten. It's, it's it's earned its uh, place on my iPhone, no question. Yeah. So, uh, so you, that didn't give you a, a reason to upgrade to an iPhone five. No, that so, would have been a good excuse. I mean, I mean, kind of my feeling is if you if you were on a four S and you were still in contract, would be worth buying, buying out your contract for a five. Unless you really were frustrated with your, you know, the size of the screen, but um, you know, for for anyone on a four or earlier, uh, to me, if you're out of contract and you've got an opportunity to upgrade, to me, it seems like a bit of a no-brainer. It does seem like it. it it's. Uh, I was a little disappointed, to be honest, though, David. Sixteen thirty-two and sixty-four gigs. I, I when is Apple going to crack that hundred twenty-eight gigabyte of storage? You think they're waiting for the next generation of iPads to do that, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just waiting for the Flash to get cheaper. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've got to admit, 64 is... I find 64 gig a huge amount of space on my iPad. 
I I, would, I did I think, when I first got it, but I've I've come close a few times recently. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I've never come. I've got first two gig iPhone, and, and rarely do I I kind of top out on that. So I do top um, that out quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Um, well, well, a lot of the apps. The problem that is 128 gig. The, 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 I don't know if you notice this with the, with flash memory, but there is a tipping point once you get over a certain size. And 64 gig is kind of the sweet spot in in kind of internal devices. It's normally around about 128 gig on a on a SSD drive. Once you go above that, the price seems to kind of skyrocket upwards. So maybe that's just the problem: is to get 128 gig of flash in these things would. It wouldn't just be an incremental increase in the price; it would be substantial increase in the price, and they don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I want I want 128 on my phone. Um, I've got the 32 4s white, AT and T, and what I found. See, here's the thing, David. A lot of the games now are universal, which means it will run natively either on the iPhone or the iPad. Yeah, and I'm increasingly buying games or stuff like that for the iPad. And because it's universal, the next time I sync my phone, it installs it on there. And I don't even pay attention to it till you know, days later when I'm going through my screens and, oh, crap, how the hell did this get on here? No wonder my phone's almost full. It's got this game and this game and this game, and I didn't yeah. buy it for my iPhone. I bought it for my iPad, so then I'm deleting stuff because I'm running out of room. Hmm. So that's kind of one of the reasons I do it that way. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. The the bigger screen having five rows of icons now instead of four. Or, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Five rows instead of four plus the dock. That's really the one thing that I really like about the five. I really, really want a bigger screen. But I don't want a significantly bigger device. But they went bigger, but they also went thinner. And yeah. to me, and maybe I'm in the minority here, but to me, that says a lot about what Apple puts an emphasis on. Could they make a 5-inch phone? Sure. Why would you want that? I've seen people with those huge phones. It, it, looks, it, it, it is. It, it, it just, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm like, why? you're getting a sunburn on your cheeks. That phone is so big. It, it well, doesn't make that, any if, sense. If you have something wider than the current iPhone, so you go to five inches, then all of a sudden the thing becomes not pocketable. Or you can't use one hand to, to push all the buttons with your thumb. Yeah. You literally have to hold it with one hand and then tap with the other. And I, I don't think most people realize what a convenience the iPhone is. There's a reason that they made it that size. It's because you can reach an average person, the top or the bottom of your iPhone with your thumb when you're holding it with the same hand. And that's a big deal. Yeah. I, it was kind of funny. I, so I was watching the uh, watching a live blog of the event the other night. And as soon as I saw a picture of the iPhone 5, I looked down at my iPhone 4 and immediately it looked short and stumpy. <laughs> it, it literally, it, you know, it, was, it was kind of like something had changed something in my brain. And I'm like thinking, how did they do that? It's like... <laughs> yeah. You know, you now look at it and you think, oh, it's kind of—it doesn't look right. It doesn't look the right proportion. Yeah, the iPhone five looks more of a right proportion to me as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of do want one. Uh, how, what are they saying on battery life on these? Well, they, they say they've tried to make it. Despite the fact it's got LTE, 
depending on which network you're on, they've said they've tried to improve the battery life. So, and they, the, apparently the, the reason they've, they've been able to do that is they have a kind of a, a wacky new radio chipset in there that's much, much better on power than the existing phones. So uh, it should be as good, if not better. I mean, I mean, Apple's normally fairly straight, straight on the line with their battery figures. They normally, they'll normally uh, underestimate them if they're anything. So um, you know, sure. So from that point of view, it should be pretty good. I mean, all of these smartphones, you've got to charge them every day. Oh yes, it's fairly rare. You know, I mean, you, do, you can you can get away with charging them every two days if you don't use them very much, but. Um, you know, you've got to charge them every day, and sometimes more than that. Most of but us now have an extra charge cable and a charging block in our office. So or a battery to, pack or something right. like that. Yeah. And you know what? And there's the thing. You remember they screaming when the first iPhone came out? Oh, it doesn't have a chargeable battery. It doesn't have... And now we all have battery packs with a USB port on. Yep. And it's like, yeah, so that was never a problem. <laughs> I don't like that they're calling the new thing the lightning connector. That seems, eh. Seems kind of pedestrian. Uh, Now, here's the thing with that. I mean, it's a very Apple-style connector. It's obviously got a lot of great technology in it. And, um, you know, if if you bought a new device that that had that and you'd never seen the old connector, you would go, you know, yeah, that's that's a really great way of doing it. I'm kind of bummed about the... uh, I know it's only an interim step, but the adapters between the old connector and the new one, which I'm going to need more than one of those. Yeah. I have a captive cable built into my car that's got the old dock connector on. Um, I've got a couple of chargers at home that I'm going to need to use for the new phone, so I'm going to need, need a cable there or an adapter there. And if you go buy two or more, it's really expensive. Yeah, it is. You know. Now, I, I've no idea how much those things cost. I'm sure they must have some crazy chip technology in to convert between the old signaling and the new one. I'm sure it's not just straight wires. So... Yeah, I'm sure they're not cheap. Uh, and maybe Apple are already offering them to us at the price they're charging. Was it $25? Something like that, yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, tw- it's, uh, $29, 25 pounds yeah. here in the UK. Uh, maybe they're already offering those at below cost. But really, you know, given that they've got billions of dollars in the bank, <laughs> yeah, it would have been really nice if they could have really swallowed the cost in that and made them... You know, even at fifteen dollars, they would have been expensive, but you could have lived with it. But at, what, at the price they are, it's just like, oh, I'm hoping that by the time I get to Hong Kong in four weeks' time, that the uh, Chinese will have already figured out how to clone it and will have cheap knockoffs going, because uh, otherwise, I'm really going to struggle. I don't know about the uh, the headphone jack being on the bottom of the phone now. To be honest, Dave, that's the one thing that I saw that I was like, eh. I, I don't know why that bothers me. It shouldn't. Where do I care where I plug my headphones in? But you know I, what? I think Apple's taken a calculated decision with that. I'm sure there are some internal design reasons that make it easier for having the all the jacks on one side rather than spread all around the phone. You know, because obviously they've had problems in the past with antenna location and what have you. So uh, you put everything on the bottom, then you can have all the antennas on the top, which means they're not going to get covered by your hand when you're using them. Happy days. However, um, I think what they've said is most people plug in a cable to their phone when they put it in, the, in a jack in the car uh, so they can hook it to their stereo. And with the, if you're doing that, it makes sense to have the headphone jack on the bottom. Well, that's, I think that's exactly the way I do it. And that's yeah. the more I was thinking about after what I just said, I thought, well, wait a minute. When I'm in the car, I've got it plugged yeah. in. 
And it sure would look a lot better if the cords were just all at the bottom. Exactly. I think they are banking on the fact that, that an awful lot of people nowadays, and they kind of, I think um, Phil Schiller said this after the, after the keynote, an awful lot of people nowadays um, don't actually dock their phones for audio. They use wireless, either Bluetooth or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and certainly when I'm carrying mine around, I tend to use a Bluetooth adapter for my headphones rather than plug it into the phone, just because it means I can have the phone wherever I want and not have to worry about trailing cables. Um, so I think they're thinking that a lot of people are going that way. So, you know, having the headphone jack on the top probably isn't as important as it was. I don't know if I'm going to get no. the iPhone 5 or I'm going to wait for the iPhone 6, to be honest. Um, I can see going both ways. Traditionally, what happens here is I get the new iPhone, my wife gets my old old iPhone, and now Brittany is getting my wife's old iPhone. So... Right now, my wife has my 4, my black 4. Brittany has the 32 3GS. She originally had an 8 3GS, 8 gigabyte. So she got more storage, so she was happy about that. Um, I don't... I don't see why my wife would want my 4S over the 4. For what she does... There's no difference. You know what I mean? You don't, think, you don't think she'd want Siri? No, I don't think she'd ever use it, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a challenge for me to convince her that I need to spend 300 bucks for a new iPhone when I just did, this, did that last year. Yeah. Now, Brittany, on the other hand, would love to get Julie's black iPhone, the, the 4, because the games and stuff that she plays on there will run much better on a 4. In some games, she can't even play on her 3GS at this point. Uh, I was kind of surprised that the, the the iPhone 4 is now the cheapy one. It, it replaced the 3GS as the the $99 iPhone. Yeah, and I think that's a big deal. I think that's a... Because the 3GS is a fine phone, but... It is, but there's a... The 4 the, is a big improvement it, over 3GS. It's a huge jump. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, if you're if you're shopping for an iPhone and you go in there, you've never owned one before, and you can get the four at ninety nine bucks, and you're going to see it for free as well at, at many of the cell phone places. And here's the thing, you know, everyone makes a big noise about market share, and you know, Android's kicking iPhone's butt, market share, and all that sort of thing. But if you're looking for a cheap phone on contract, and you go into a, a, a cell phone store. And you can have like a crappy no-name Android phone, or you can have an iPhone four for the same money. Yeah, I, I think that's a very strong pull. But if you're looking for an iPhone and you're looking at the four, and then you compare it next to the four or the uh, five, yeah, I think you might want to spend twice as much and get the sixteen five. I think the screen yeah. and the size, it's going to be a very compelling. Now, I, I'm, this is the thing I think I'm hearing, and this is. You know, everyone's very obsessed in tech in the tech reporting about comparing specs. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm what I'm hearing from people who actually handled the phone is that not only is the uh, new screen bigger, but it it looks substantially better than the uh, iPhone 4S screen, which in itself was no slouch. Yes. But they're saying that you know it's 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 literally like night and day again, uh, and you know that's the sort of thing you're not going to pick up from a paper spec. No. You've got to see the thing in, in real life. What do you think about the new headphones that Apple has shipping with us? 
Well, you know, I, I, the, the, I, I know a lot of people don't like the old ones. I never had that much of a problem with them. But, uh, you know, anything that's improved is an improvement. It's going to be an improvement. I think there are probably better headphones available than those ones for less money if you're interested. But uh, let's face it, most people don't, don't care. They just want, you know, they just want to be able to hear it. They're not really... If you're listening to MP3 music all day you know, kind of getting hung up about $250 audiophile headphones is a bit silly, really. But, um, you know, it's, it's good. Look, they, they didn't have to do that. They could have just con- continued with the old earbuds and nobody would have called them out over it. So the fact they spent three years designing a new set that sound better, I think says that, you know, Apple is still interested in refining the overall experience for everyone. Talking about refinement, the iPod Nano, they went back to the skinny tall ones so it's a brand yeah. new starting at just 149 completely yeah, that's right a touch screen it basically this this does look like a very small ipod it looks uh, it looks like touch, an ipod yeah. touch light yeah yeah that's right and here's the thing okay for all the grou- grousing in the tech press of oh you know they never changed the 4s when when they launched that out and now there's the five and it's only an incremental change you know and and the things they have changed suck because you've got to get new connects and all that sort of thing if Apple did what they did with the Nano, with the iPhone, where basically they redesigned the entire thing every year, people would go crazy with criticism. So you don't think they'll do that, or you think they they're going to go? No, I, I think I think people would people would be insane with criticism for Apple if they'd have changed the iPhone every year with a radical redesign. <laughs> I think, and yet you know, if, if basically they, they treated the iPhone like the Nano, and every year it looked completely different, people would be you know, oh, what is Apple doing? And yet you know they uh, so so they 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 criticize Apple for not being radical enough with the iPhone, and yet they show with the Nano they're perfectly prepared to do that with a market where it's not as important. You know my uh, my daughter Brooke has a shuffle, and she uses it quite a bit. She really likes music, and uh, she we, Julie was dropping her off to school the other day, and Cole asked if he could listen to her Nano because she brought it in the car on the yeah. way to school. And Brooke said, yes, while I'm gone, you can use the Nano. And he was so happy. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, you know, we use my old iPhones. They use them all the time, and they have all the music on there. But there yeah. was something about the, the Nano that Brooke really likes and Cole really likes. And I'm thinking, you know what, maybe for Christmas, or not the the Shuffle, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe for Christmas this year, maybe I get them both a Nano. You know, because they yeah. love listening to music. They sing along, and it's it's great. I love it. Yeah, um, um, my son has a um, has like an old hard drive classic that he really loves. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, yeah, we've I mean, got the old iPhones, but I don't think they think of those as the music thing. I mean, Cole listens yeah. to music on his all the time. My original iPhone or the iPhone three G, but I don't know. These are so small; they're but, colorful. But yeah. I think the kids would like it. Let's face it, the, one of the weaknesses of the iPhone and the iPod Touch is that the, the music album there is not great. No, it's I mean, terrible. It the nice thing about those other devices is they kind of really clue you into the music. They f- it feels like you've kind of got your hands on the music, whereas you always feel... It's always like a like a faux iTunes on the on the iPod Touch and the iPhone, which is... It always feels one step away. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Whereas you know, with the with the uh, with the nano, in, in particular, you always feel like you you kind of you're, it's almost like riffling through your music collection. I want that one, you know. It's really thin, five point four millimeters thin, and a two and a half inch multi touch display. That's pretty awesome. Comes in a lot of different colors. Yeah. Um, black, purple, blue, silver, green. The yellow is kind of terrible looking. Um, and I can't tell if it's red or it's pink. Because if you scroll down to the bottom, they have a red one. But the red one doesn't look like the red one at the top. So I'm, I'm thinking that's more of a a pinkish red. Yeah. It's kind of a soft red. Um. I think my kids would like this. I, I I might go that route. That's you know three hundred bucks. I'm going to be spending on one present for two of the kids. So then I don't know. We'll have to see. But it it, it comes with the new headphones, and uh, it looks like a great little device. It really does. Mm-hmm. And you, again, you have to wonder whether that will eventually become kind of an appified and running iOS as well. Well, it has Bluetooth technology. Um, it has the radio station built in. It, it looks like a nice little device. It really does. Yeah. I, I, th- I can see, I can see Mac Specialist selling a lot of these over the holiday season. I really do. I think they're going to be well, hot sellers. If you, can't, if you can't stretch to an iPod Touch and get into all of that, then this is definitely the next best thing. And, and you know, it's kind of a good idea to make it look like a little iPod Touch. I think that that's kind of you know bringing a bit of harmony to the line is uh, is probably going to help them there. You know, obviously, I mean, just it having a home yeah, just having a home button on it is is a pretty good idea. Yeah, because that's one of the frustrating things about. I don't know if you've ever used the uh, the previous gen Nano, the square one, but you're always swiping here, swiping there, and it, and it it would be nice to have a button to say get me back to the beginning so I can start again. You know, I, I haven't watched the keynote all the way through yet, but I'm seeing uh, the little dots on the bottom of the screen on the Nano on their PR page yeah. as if there's a second page to look at. What's on the second page on the home screen? Um, Anything? Did they show that in the possibly, keynote? Yeah, uh, I, no, I didn't see it, but I guess it must be settings and stuff like that because I can't see that on the main screen. Uh, I bet you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, looks nice and small. I, I can't wait to play with one. So those yeah. are the... Uh, did, did Apple do anything else? Any other... The- uh, they put, yeah, they, they colored, put some colors on the shuffle. So you can yeah. get the shuffle in the same colors now, if you... Yeah, but they already had colored shuffles. Did they? Yes. Uh, I, thought, I thought they were only, only the silver ones. No, no. Brooks got a green one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they had it. That was colored before. Uh, a lot of people were speculating that the iPad Classic was going to go away. It, it's still sitting there with 160 gigs of storage. It's still well, the that, same one that they've had for, what, four years now? Longer than that, I think, four or five years. I, I guess that'll stay until they get up to that 128 gig storage. Once they get up there, then they'll probably kill it at that point. But the thing will sell. You know, Apple doesn't keep anything do, around yeah. if it doesn't sell. So there That's must the be thing. People, yeah, there must be people buying it. So... Uh, you know, what the heck? But I, I don't think they're going to develop any further. Mm, yeah, I think you're probably right. But you know, you look at the iPod Nano next to the iPod Touch, and it looks dinky. It looks just tiny on yeah. Apple's iPod page. It looks really, really small. Um, so that's Apple's products, and obviously, uh, iOS six is coming out very soon. Yeah, um, uh, they've rewritten iTunes finally as well. Well, we'll see how good that is. 
I, I've there's no mystery out there. I, I have not been happy with iTunes for a long time. It's clunky and it feels it just doesn't feel good. Did they actually go through the new iTunes seven? Or iTunes uh, uh, Yeah, they did. Basically, um a lot of the current interface is gone. Hmm. Um it's much more kind of cover flourish. It it kind of works a little bit like the iPhone app. Yeah. From what I, I could see. But I, I think I mean to me interface is fine I just hope they've rewritten the code underneath it yes because you know I, I don't really use iTunes very much anymore it's, it's laggy it's I, there's so yeah. many problems with it you I know I, I, I keep it running on my computer so that my Apple TV can stream content off sure. the machine um, but in terms of using it to manage my my I, iOS devices no don't do that anymore do everything on the device now so um, you know and yeah occasionally you'll go in and buy something through the store on it but uh at this point, I don't see any reason why they couldn't kind of break the thing up into a series of stub programs. You know, one that's the store, one that kind of backs up and stores your local content and then streams it to your uh, to your devices, uh, including your Apple TV, and kind of leave it at that, really. I mean, keeping it as a monolithic program, database program, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me anymore. I agree. Anything else going on in the tech world that we should... Uh that's been bothering you or that you wanted to talk about before you wrap up this episode? I mean, right now it's pretty much all Apple, but they, you know, that was the big news this week. Yeah, I mean, there's still, there's still an awful lot of fuss around, you know, how how these devices fit with, you know, what else is going on? What does it mean to Nokia and the Lumia and and that sort of thing? And of course, it's hard to answer those questions because we've had so little detail about these other devices. Um... Obviously, uh, you know, the Amazon Kindle devices are going on sale today, so it'll be interesting to see how those come out. But really, it feels like we, you know, we've got, we've got the new iPhone, but everyone's kind of sat around waiting for uh, a, a new tablet from Apple as well. <laughs> I've got to admit, I'm, I'm still wondering whether that, that's even going to happen. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I did read some of the reviews of the Kindle Fire, the new one, not the uh, HD big, or the, uh, not the big, huge one, the new one. The new 7-inch. And it's not good. No, it's the same as last time. No, I I don't have the laggy stuff, the laggy problems that I'm seeing in the reviews of the new one. No, no, but the the last one, apparently, when it first came out, had lag. And then they kind of sorted it out. Um, Now, I'm wondering... What's frustrating to me is I've not seen anybody review the updated version of the the original Kindle Fire... Because I'm interested to know whether that has the same problems. And if it doesn't, that might be the one to buy if people are interested in that. Because it's cheaper. Um, you know, it has a good screen on it, despite the fact it's not an HD screen. But let's face it, a 7-inch tablet, do you really need the HD screen? I wouldn't um, think so. It, it could be that that's the one to get. The only downside of it is it only has 8 gig rather than 16. Um but, you know, if you're in the market for a cheap tablet, then, then that might be one way to go if you're looking for a content tablet. You know, I mean, it, there is something in the fact that, you know, the, the Kindle, the base Kindle Fire is half the price of the uh, iPod Touch, the new iPod Touch. Yeah. You know, uh, and the I well, we didn't really talk about the iPod Touch, but obviously that is now much closer to the iPhone 5 than the... the there used to be a break, and now it's not. It has the same screen as, you know... Um, not quite the same internals, but it's much better camera than it used to be. Um, it's interesting that they're bringing those two closer together. But it is kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, that's going to be a tough choice, I think, this this holiday season for some parents. Is you know, do you buy 
your child a Google tablet or a um, Kindle tablet, or do you buy them an iPod Touch? Hmm. I think the Touch still wins. Just because that's all the friends are going to have the iOS devices. All the, all the games come out there. They don't all come on the other devices. Yeah. So, yeah. I, that's... I think that's what my kids would want anyways, but Yeah. Yeah, then again I you know, I, I run an Apple specialist, so Yeah. But but I'm just intrigued to, to see You know, I you say know. that though, David, let's be honest. I say that I, yeah, but I'm kinda of biased and I do this and that. Look, I've got a Vita, I've got uh an yeah. HP touchpad, I've got uh a, a Kindle Fire, uh DS's. I mean when it comes to tech I, I actually I really like the Apple products, but I think I'm pretty diverse. I think I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm open to. I, I just want good stuff. I don't really give a crap who makes it if I like it. Yeah, I I'm mean, gotta gotta admit I'm. I find myself looking at the base Kindle Fire and thinking I could see a situation where in a weak moment I click buy on one of those. I could too. I'm. I don't no. want to say I'm completely agnostic. I'm not. And, and I am. I am gonna have a good look around while I'm in Hong Kong. Obviously, you can get lots of you know. Knockoff electronics in Hong Kong. I might well pick up uh, kind of a you know a, a, a basic a cheap tablet, uh, a basic uh, yeah Android tablet while I'm there. If it's less than a hundred pounds, yeah, why not? I might, might, might not just just for kicks, you know. Yep. Uh, and all, and I, I'm really tempted to buy a knockoff iPhone. You know, they have those ones where they're basically running their own custom OS uh, in a, in a case that looks like an iPhone. Because I, I you know again, I just think it'd be kind of cool to to have one just to see what it's like. Kind of jokey. Yeah, exactly. So with that, we're going to wrap up Tech Fan number 93. Um, we'll be back next week with another exciting episode. And who knows what we're going to talk about. Um, maybe we'll... Uh, uh, I think I think next week, I've been thinking about the, this last week or so, that we should, we should do something that's not news-related, but something else. I would like that a lot. Let's... You know what we... we we said we were going to start this, and we did maybe one, maybe two episodes. I know we did one, but maybe two episodes. I don't remember. But technology in movies. The technology that they show in movies that doesn't exist. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Maybe So maybe we'll do that. So let's figure out a movie on via email that we could talk about. Um, watch the movie, and then talk about, you know the movie and, and the technology in there and where that relates to what's going on in the real world. I mean, right off the top of my head, the one that kind of pops out is that one Bruce Willis movie where he's a taxi driver in the future. I'm, what, um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. The Fifth Element. Yes. Yeah. That might be kind of cool to talk about. Okay. But whatever we talk about, it'll happen one week from today. And until then, I'll stay Tim Robertson. He'll stay David Cohen. And we'll stay tech fans. 